I feel like I avoid doing the lessons. I know I need to do them to finally be free of binge eating, yet I keep saying I'll do them tomorrow, and I never do. I feel like once again I have given up on myself. I feel like I'm once again accepting I cannot beat binge eating disorder. Every day I try to get back on track, but I don't. So that's my thoughts. It took a lot to admit that stuff. I read Jackie's post in our client Facebook group, and I responded to her. Hey, brave woman, thanks for sharing. It sounds like you're getting tired of the tomorrow trick, and thinking and feeling a lot but not finding yourself taking action. What I would recommend is let's get you into action mode, a small action, but taking it today instead of deciding not to. What one action could you take to bust out of this rut? Jackie wrote back, sitting down for an hour today and going over my lessons from this program, or doing a review of what I've learned so far, but honestly I'm not sure. It's like I know I want to be better, and I know the skills are given to me, but I don't know how. Does that make sense? I asked if she meant she doesn't know how to try, and she said, yeah, I think that's what I mean. I know what has to be done, yet I'm sitting in a rut and not trying. What Jackie's describing is a situation many people find themselves in, wanting to do something, but just sitting in a rut, not taking any action. If this has happened to you before, stay tuned. We'll talk about some of the different things that might be in your way and what you can do to get unstuck. This is the Breaking Up with Binge Eating podcast, where every listen moves you one step closer to complete food freedom. Hosted by me, Georgie Fear, and my co-coach, Mary Claire Brescia. I've been away from the podcast for a couple weeks, and I'm so glad to be back in my recording studio getting to chat with you guys. The reason I've been away is because Mary Claire and I have been finalizing some changes and updates to the Breaking Up with Binge Eating coaching program, and we're launching our next cohort on Monday, September 14th, 2020. If you want to be part of it, you've got less than a week cruise over to nutritionloft.com slash store and check out our programs. So back to Jackie. Jackie wanted to know, why am I not doing the lessons in the coaching program? Why am I not trying to use the skills? I hear words like these phrases Jackie said more often than you might think. Clients are typically frustrated with themselves by the apparent mystery of this behavior but we can always figure out what is in the way and how to approach it so it doesn't keep you pinned to one spot for too long. My dialogue with Jackie on Facebook gave me the feeling she was harboring the belief that it wasn't even possible for her to recover from a history of binge eating. She didn't seem to believe that she could be someone without an emotional or binge eating struggle. After all, she said, I feel like I'm accepting I cannot beat this. In an earlier episode of this show, titled Might As Well, I talk about something called learned helplessness. In that episode, I discussed it in the context of when one thing goes wrong, we may have developed the pattern of binging for the rest of the day because we figure we already messed up and we figure we can't fix things now, might as well. But learned helplessness doesn't only come up in that type of situation, and as Jackie was demonstrating, it can get in our way and prevent us from putting effort into, well, anything. Learned helplessness can be summarized as the belief that our efforts will not make any difference, 
so it seems like it's just a waste to even try. Understandably, if you think you can't possibly get better, regardless of the reason, you won't try to get better. You'll find yourself ignoring the lessons, not touching base with your coach or professionals on your team. You might find yourself saying, I'll try practicing that skill tomorrow, or otherwise just not participating in your own journey of recovery. I said to Jackie, it sounds like you're describing a state that happens when people have a history of trying but not succeeding, or they feel ineffective over and over. You may have heard it called learned helplessness. She wrote back in all capital letters, yes, with three exclamation points. Years of being told I will always fail has really messed with my brain. I was never good enough. I told her I was sorry that people in her past had treated her that way, and that it was natural for her belief in herself to be weakened by that sort of treatment. But we could turn things around. We could rekindle her hope and belief in herself. I left her with one of her own prior posts, in which she detailed some improvements, as a reminder that she had already noticed progress in the program, and that it certainly was possible for her to make strides forward. The next day, Jackie posted a photo to our clients group. It was a screenshot from her cell phone, and she had a photo of her new haircut, plus a couple of text messages back and forth with her mom. My new hair, she texted, and sent the photo of this gorgeous shaggy bob haircut with beachy, tussled waves. It really looked great. Her mom's text back was, nice. It's not even, though. Jackie typed to our group. She just had to add something critical, didn't she? The moment I read that and started to cry was the moment I realized why I binge eat. Years of my family saying this stuff. Years of never being good enough. Years of my mom being so jealous of me and the life I built for myself. Instead of just saying, it's nice, she has to add a negative comment. I just wanted to say, why are you always so rude? Why am I not good enough? But I didn't. Why bother? She's not going to change. But how I take that negative comment can. And in that moment, I realized why I binge. What a wake-up call. So now I know why. Now it's time to heal. Other clients chimed in to support Jackie. They celebrated her gain in awareness while empathizing with how hard it can be to have critical parents. Someone said they knew how hard it was when people who were supposed to build us up instead tear us down. In Jackie's case, frequent criticism over the course of years had made her deeply doubt herself. Trying to get approval from parents who only offer criticism and correction can be brutal to a young person's developing confidence. Critical parents also make us second-guess our own assessments of things, even our intelligence, or if we have any sense of taste. When we think something is really neat, and we show our parents or tell our folks, and they say, oh god, no, that's awful. When she thought about setting aside time to focus or complete a lesson from the coaching program, what came up in Jackie's mind was, you still won't be good enough. Or, you can practice, but you'll probably just fail, so it'll be a waste of your time. These thoughts deterred her from trying or taking action on a daily basis. She had a sense that her life could be better than her current suffering, but she was blocked by the ever-negative evaluations of her parents telling her that no matter what she did, she would only be worthy of criticism. If some of this is striking a chord with you, 
You know how much it hurts to be excited or happy or proud, only to be cut down by someone that laughs at you or points out a mistake you made. We can heal these hurts as adults by forming and maintaining relationships with people in our current lives who support us and encourage us. And we can internalize these healthier messages by supporting and encouraging ourselves. I hate it, but the world is full of critics and detractors. You will unfortunately hear people say nasty or mean things about you from time to time. But make sure that you hear more of the people who tell you you're great, that you're capable. The people who point out how hard you worked and how well you did in managing the challenges life is bringing you. I wouldn't be here unless I believed in Jackie. And I wouldn't be here unless I believed in you. I learned to believe in people, even people I don't know, because humans are capable. Full stop. I don't believe there's anyone who cannot change or cannot heal if they're taught the right skills and they get the time and space to practice them. When nothing's in the way, we all do things to help ourselves stop feeling pain. We grow, we naturally move toward enjoyment, comfort, and happiness. Like water goes downhill. If there's nothing in the way, you'll move toward recovery too, because recovery feels better than binge eating disorder or emotional eating. Constant negativity from parents or influential people in our lives, even if it was in the past, can be an obstacle that gets in our way of that natural path. It's like an unlucky landslide just slid a bunch of huge boulders in your way. And now you have to climb up and over them. It created extra work for you, and that kind of stinks. But it won't stop you from getting where you're going. If you've internalized ideas about never being good enough, never being able to do something right, you'll need to purposely find and listen to voices of support and encouragement to teach you how to speak to yourself and believe in yourself in that same unwavering fashion. Once you've heard them, you can practice being one of those voices of approval and support. Next week, you'll meet another client of mine who found herself stuck going months and months not doing the things she knew she wanted to do. And for her, it was a completely different reason than Jackie. I look forward to telling you the whole story. I'm Georgie Fear. If you have questions or need a hand, email me, georgie at nutritionloft.com.